All right. So try as the universe might, it's not going to stop. It's the record button <laughs> clicked this time. <coughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Take That Day. Joseph here with Hector. Yes, I'm dying because I want to speak. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks again. It seems to be our common refrain here. But, uh, no, for real, Hector had some stuff the week that we were going to do it, and then my dog died last week, and then Dynamite wasn't even on Wednesday, so we decided to push this to Saturday. So here we are. We're <laughs> finally our follow-up episode after our long return, or, or our, uh, our long absence from our last episode. Um, how are you feeling, Hector? Yeah, just, uh, I'm all right. I'm watching AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were talking a little bit about it, about how out you are on NXT. And it's funny, because the first thing I was going to ask you was, hey, what are your feelings on NXT? NXT. <laughs> Which are apparently non-existent, then, since you haven't watched it. Uh, well, well, how, how are we going to get into this? <laughs> well, I did want to ask you about a few debuts, but since you haven't watched it, we'll actually keep that until next time. Uh, okay. So you get a chance to actually watch some of this stuff, and then... What we can do, I guess, maybe maybe next episode we'll talk. We'll go over the AEW roster, just kind of give our general thoughts about it, and then the next one after that, give you some more time to catch up on NXT, and we'll go over them. But um, no, nothing like a ten-page essay do a one day before. <laughs> Dude, come on! We don't even have theme music. It's been years. <laughs> you know, there's no expectations here. Just watch an episode and tell me what you think about what they're doing. But can we? Can we... We can just borrow Adam Cole's music. Like, that's just so damn good to listen anywhere. Um, yeah, so I guess I can give my feelings on NXT, and I am actually not that out on it. Like, it feels like if, it's not NXT what it was, and it's definitely not what it was right when we, right at the end, like, where it had basically become an indie show, because that's what AEW is kind of offering. I can appreciate it for what it is. It is like a combination of, what it was, what in it, what what NXT was, and kind of like a just turning up to eleven that eighties dial of like gimmicky wrestlers. If you haven't seen it, and you'll know what I what I'm talking about when you watch it, dude. But like the gimmicks on this show right now are fucking over the top, and I am eating it up. Like as somebody who grew up on eighties wrestling, like it is so fun to see. Tony D'Angelo is like a mobster and like I don't really like him that much but seeing his character and seeing him like go work it's great it's like watching Big Boss Man which like eh, I kind of like Big Boss Man but it's like going and watching these other characters they weren't really like my guys but they're like they're here and like I know of them and their gimmicks are, are pretty good so they're like there's that stuff but then there's like Von Wagner who they're pushing to the moon and that guy I just you probably don't even know who he is yet he's just this big big guy in the Vince mold, but like I see uh, nothing in him other than just being a big dude. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hit or miss. And there's a lot of things that I like. There's a lot of things that I don't like, but I will say that as far as what they're going for, their sports entertainment label, I have definitely been sports entertained the last few weeks that I've been watching. Even if I don't like everything that they're doing, which I'll get into in a little bit. I think you kind of might have hit on what might be bothering me with NXT, because, like, I liked everything that we had. I'm glad they gave Triple H extra money to put more skulls everywhere. <laughs> I was fine with that. 
And then they start pushing him out. Then he gets in the hospital. And then all of a sudden it's um, wavy, flaming, inflatable, flaming tube men or whatever colors everywhere. Okay, cool. You change the set. I don't like the. I'm still on about that. You don't need to put 2.0. We know this is an evolution of NXT. I get that. Get rid of the 2.0. We're not dumb. And then I think the gimmicks on the characters, because I'm 90s, like mid-90s, late-90s, and we had gimmicks, but we had really solid gimmicks. Like They're, they're like, they got filtered through. Because you know how Vince just throws stupid shit against the wall Are you going with like, the late-90s where everybody's gimmick was just, I'm a badass? I'm fine with that. Like, <laughs> Everybody other than Kurt Angle was, I'm a badass. That was their gimmick. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm like a, a hardcore Gold Dust fan. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. And he, like, creeped everybody out. I was like, he's just dragging himself in the ring, weirdly. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. I was a kid again at that time. But, like, when I see what's going on in NXT, I was like, no, like, I had my people... Where's my people? Why are you taking my people? Don't leave me alone. <laughs> and I'm just like a kid in the corner with whatever toys I have left. And I just went and people are coming to show me something. They go, nah, like I don't need it anymore. Like, yeah. that's how I feel about it currently. I mean, given that this is a show about NXT, I'm going to implore you. Uh, I don't know if you saw Tommaso's comments. I don't know. It was on some podcast or something a week or two back. But he was saying, give them four months. He's like, we're in, in kind of a transition period right now, but give us four months. And so if you want to be bought in on all this stuff or, like, know what's going on in four months when they're going to be back at the top, if you put any tr- trust, trust in Tommaso Ciampa, I'm saying catch up now so that we can continue to really talk. About, I, I'll talk about AEW <laughs> with you all day. But there is some really good stuff in here, dude. And, like, Braun Breaker is fucking cool. Like, yes. he's going to be yes, great to watch for as long as he's going to be here. Tommaso Ciampa is still putting on killer matches and he's still said that he doesn't want to leave NXT and I believe him. I don't think that's going to happen. So him being here and him being able to go with these guys and keep that, like he'll always be your old NXT champion in here. Like you can kind of keep that kind of stuff, but there is some cool stuff that they're doing, dude. Like, believe it or not, Imperium's last promo was fucking great. And it's because they cut it in their own languages. Wait, never, hold on. You're actually praising it. an Imperium. I know. I'm, sh- I'm as shocked as you are. But almost like four seconds into this new one where the dude, uh, the taller, like the dude that kind of looks like an elf, uh, the German guy, is speaking in German. I'm like, yo, this is exactly what they needed. Like, why would they lower themselves to speaking our language? Like, to, to do like the Sanctum of the Ring? Like, no, no, no. They would be here speaking their language we got to adapt to them and then the other dude i don't think he speaks german because his language that didn't sound like german but then he comes in in his own language and you got to watch that promo so if you watch this last week's episode you'll see it i hope you'll you'll go in with me too but i gotta say i did not expect to be bought in on imperium and then i saw that promo and i was like all right let's see what they can do now because they've they've been pretty good in the ring before like they've never been they've never been slouches in the ring yeah like the what is it? Well, is the ring general still part of the Imperium, or, did, or is as, he? As far as we know. Okay, because the last match was when him and Dragonov like literally almost ripped each other's skins off. Like yeah. that was that was a really impressive match. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, I have to go back. I was like, the, am I in the right dimension? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> dude, there's some cool stuff. I'm I, like, 
I gotta say, I am sports entertained. There is some stuff that I don't like, which we'll get. I mean, I guess I can just kind of drop the seeds of right now since you you're not really watching it. But like the women's division has fallen off. I don't know anymore that it is the best women's division. I think that honor is gonna go to SmackDown once the new rosters go into place. But um, like they still have Raquel, they still have Io, they still have a lot of great stuff. But here's the thing: is they are moonshotting man this new brunette mandy and her new her new faction they're called toxic attraction i refer to them as toxic shock because i am the only person for some reason who seems to not be bought in on this because i've never been bought in on mandy and like i don't want to go too far in on it until like poison you against it until you get a chance to watch it all i will say is actually to praise something Gigi is in there and she's the one with the orange hair she is great like she is so unique and such shit the way she carries herself she would have been cool if they had pushed her in the old division uh-huh. but i am i am like kind of upset that this women's division seems to be taking a step back and i would not be surprised if well i'll, I'll let you watch it and then we'll we'll reconvene about nxt who who's the third woman in the group because she uh, looks like a knockoff chelsea green jc jane or something like that i don't remember what her what her actual name is because I'm looking at a photo of them, and I'm all like, it looks like one of like if Chelsea Green was like posing on one of her photos, like her promos. Like, but I was like, I was like, no, she's not back. She's on, she's on Impact. Yeah, I believe. yeah, yeah. No, and she's also in GCW now. But um, yeah, no, she. I think it's JC Jane because I'm pretty sure Cora Jade is the one who's wrestling by herself. And like, what they're doing with okay. her is weird too because they're doing like this boyfriend storyline with her, which she doesn't need at all. And then Frankie is kind of like getting lost in all this shuffle, which Frankie is great. Like Frankie is the person you should have pushed over Mandy because yeah, I I don't, again, I don't want to poison you against it. I'll let you watch it and then we'll reconvene on it. But I will say just to, just to say long story short, I think the women's division is taking a step back. I hope that it can kind of take, get back to where it once was because this was the best women's division on the planet. And it's not that it's, that it's bad but it's come back to the pack. Like before it was head and shoulders above the rest. There's no oh, yeah, other, like that's, there was no other division, that even, women's division that even touched it. Right. Like now there are some mm-hmm. that are that are getting to it. Um, <sighs> just to kind of get rid of WWE, then just to kind of get it out of the way, since you haven't been keeping too much up with it. Uh, we have a new North American champ. I don't know if you saw that, but I saw the clip on that. Yeah. Swerve was trying to take it to, uh, to SmackDown with him, which we'll get into in a minute. Now that him and hit row got drafted, uh, him and Santos had a hell of a match, which I hated the final booking on. However, Swerve, um, was betrayed, was betrayed. <laughs> well, I'm saying Swerve got swerved. And now Camelo Hayes is our North American champ, keeping it here in house in NXT with his with his shot that he got during the breakout tournament. It's cool. I actually really like Carmelo Hayes, and we haven't got a chance to talk about it. But he has this new guy with him. Did you see that promo when Mm -hmm. his when he brought out his friend with him? He's like his new bodyguard kind of tag team teammate. No, I haven't seen that part. Okay, so if you get a chance to watch it, whatever. At some point, you will see the guy. If you watch next week's episode or last week's episode, you'll see he's the one that comes out to help swerve against with Carmelo to help swerve against Legado. That guy ha- does not need to be in Carmelo Hayes' orbit at all. Like he could do his own thing, but Carmelo Hayes is a star on his own. And putting this guy with Carmelo Hayes is just putting an anchor on. It's like 
they're strapping him with Saiyan armor and trying to make him be really great with the, like with this anchor on him. And it, I just don't like it. I don't get it. But whatever. He's the North American champ. So at least they're giving him a platform and like giving him time and something to, to do for sure. Okay. Like, is it me or does like er- not everyone needs to have somebody partner up with them? Like, that's yeah. something that I noticed. Everybody has like a buddy or a bodyguard now. It's like, uh, then I don't consider you that strong then if you're going to be <laughs> needing a bodyguard. Right. Yeah. I mean, with all these factions around, like, Ciampa's the only one that's kind of not. And it's kind of like come, become a thing with Kyle. Kyle keeps on getting his ass kicked by Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland. And that's when they were bringing up Von Wagner and he was like, I know you or Kyle was like, I, I don't trust anybody right now. And Von Wagner was like, well, I'm the only person you can't trust and stuff like that. So that storyline's kind of weird. It's kind of seeming forced just to force Von Wagner on us with their, with the company's like longest reigning baby face right now. But I don't get it. I'm not a big fan of it, but we still get to see Pete wrestle Kyle. So it still has not been the worst. Um, mention Ridge <laughs> there. We can get into the draft. So we are losing a few people. Austin Theory is no longer, no longer going to be part of the way. He is all the way on Raw, uh, which I'll actually mention him in a little bit because I'm sure you didn't see his segment. Xia Lee is gone. Ridge Holland is gone. Mia Yim is officially gone now. <laughs> Apparently, they're just going to wipe out whatever her name was in, in Retribution. Or retribution because at least in the official listing that I saw, it was like Mia Yim from from NXT. <laughs> so whoever she was in, in Retribution is just not a thing. And then the aforementioned Hit Row is going to SmackDown, which is cool. Like, I think they, that's all right. I just don't know why you would break up the Legado Hit Row thing because it was the best thing going in NXT. Yeah, and now it like Legado's just gonna be in NXT. Like it looks, it looks like they get left behind. So you kind of undercut Santos, and yeah, like there's just a whole lot that I don't like about it. But I'll try not to focus on that. I will tell you, Theory's appearance on Raw when he first got drafted was amazing, dude. So Jeff Hardy won or something. He's doing an interview. Oh yeah, he leveled them out. Yeah, well he comes out and he's <laughs> like, it's Jeff Hardy. Like, oh I love you. And then he like takes a selfie with him. Then he lays him out, and then he takes another selfie with his knockdown carcass, dude. It was awesome. I was like, oh, I was like when he was coming out and fanboying, I was like, oh, he better like. There's no way this could just be it. He has to like knock him out too, and sure enough, it was awesome. I really want to see what they do with him on the main roster. I think he's definitely someone that Vince can push. He's not like a ricochet who's gonna get lost in the shuffle. I don't think. I'm I'm kind of glad that they kind of did that with him though, because they're having a little fun, but he was serious. Unlike what they did with the, uh, the NXT champion at the time. <laughs> so he got beat in 17 seconds. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that guy lately? I, I hear it's not going too well for him. Every time I see him, it just makes me giggle. They put him in this weird-ass suit to come out, and he keeps on having to go out and defend. Like, no, it's like a little, like, mask. He looks like a... I'm not going to remember Gladiator? the character. No, I'm not going to remember the char- the character, but it's like a barbarian from uh, Soul Calibur, the GameCube version. Like, you got to look up a picture of him, dude. His He has this weird mask and, like, this weird chest piece when he's coming out to the ring. And, like, what? it's supposed to look like Gladiorian or something, but it does not. And the whole thing is he's, like, trying to push himself on the outside too saying him and scarlet are gonna wrestle shit Stefan triple h at some point and it's just like oh my god oh, nobody god. wants any of this 
he's also saying like I can't I can't say what Scarlet's doing, but whatever she's done with whenever she's done with it, like we'll we'll at some point reconvene, like trying to just keep himself relevant. It's just like I've I've never liked Carl. So I'm not gonna get in on it, but oh man, I <laughs> it's just sad times. And, but so it does make much. me giggle every single time I see it <laughs> on Raw now. Oh man, that pisses me off so much. You fed him everybody. Everybody yeah, in this right. whatever. Well, I mean it's on really only on Triple H. Triple H was doing the booking then. He sucked then too. And he still fucking fed him everybody. Like Vince is he's showing like, Vince you, wants, the, Vince yeah, is showing Vince you is like, his I, fucking worth. He's not any more than a mid carder and or like yeah, I guess he's a main eventer in Impact because that's where he came from. But I don't know. I again, we've been up through it. One of our whole episodes is cross sucks. We don't have to go in on it again. <laughs> Man, can can I just get heel Keith Lee at this point? He it seems <laughs> like we're going there. They gave him a new nickname, so he's gonna be Keith Bearcat Lee. But I think he's gonna start healing out at some. Point. Uh, I know. I think Bearcat is like a. In honor of his former trainer, or whatever that passed away. Yeah, what? yeah, it's an homage to him, from what I read. But like the last time he came out, he looked a lot more like me. Um, uh. yeah. So I guess we can get off of NXT until you really catch up from there. <laughs> uh, so Tony Confident over here. Did you see his tweets? Oh, that he's going to beat SmackDown when they go head-to-head for yeah, a half an hour. and then and... immediately was like, no, we're just going to push ourselves. This is That's the spirit of competition. Like, all right, come on, homie. You said you were going to beat them. Stick to that. But, I mean, it's also kind of a lame shot at them because he knew they were going to be on FS1, and he knows that the playoffs are going to be right now. So, like, whatever, homie, go get that headline. But if you're going to, like, try and say you're beating them at least you want to take them out at their top or do you want to take them out when they're at their weakest at their lowest yeah like eh, kicking them when they're down a little bit doesn't hurt whatever um. and even then <laughs> i don't know what I, I still didn't i didn't watch dynamite i know you did i haven't seen the the updated like rankings but i saw a lot of people saying the best matches on tv in general last night the top three came from smackdown I don't know because I didn't watch SmackDown. I'm I'm impressed though that the fact that of what they're doing every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will admit something that I noticed is that, as you would typically say, is they blow their load at the beginning and then there's nothing at, towards the end, so they have to kind of like balance it out. Um, but the past two weeks of AEW and Rampage have actually have been pretty decent. But again, I don't watch Raw because Raw I think is absolutely garbage in my mind because every time that i try to watch it it's garbage and i have to turn it away the times that i've seen clips from smackdown i was like cool that's interesting maybe i should watch it next week like that's what comes into my mind i did like when bianca almost killed becky lynch and sasha banks on her shoulders like that was really cool and then i was like but then probably nothing else would like interest me after that um I don't know. I, I'm right now. I'm actually really enjoying AEW. The matches they put up, like, even though there's no storyline, which is what kind of a bother is to me, and the storylines that they have been developing, I wouldn't do. It's still really good wrestling that they've been putting on. Yeah. So more of the, just the sports aspect and instead of the entertainment has been really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't talk about it, but I honestly think SmackDown is 
is the best show right now. Like in terms of roster, what they're doing, their characters, uh, they don't have the best wrestler on the planet. That's still Kenny Omega, very clearly. Like I don't give a shit what Roman says, what anybody, the world could tell me that Seth Roman Rollins is the best like was talking shit about it. Yeah, yeah, like every literally everybody in the world could tell me Roman Reigns is the best wrestler on the planet. No, like it's Kenny Omega, very fucking clearly. But um, yeah, I think SmackDown is still the best show on, still the best show, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just different. Like, AEW is bringing something completely different to the table. And I haven't seen Rampage the last few weeks. It, I will say their numbers have been dwindling, and it because, it's because, like, 20 minutes of the show every week is just a CM Punk promo, and it's just him saying the same stupid shit over and over again. At least, maybe that's just my interpretation of it, but... We they just lost, like, four, four listeners. <laughs> had a lot of <laughs> what I... what I like, personally, in their show. And, like... Well, I will also say too that two week anniversary that when they were trying to do that shield spot when he fell when Kenny Omega fell trying to powerbomb Luchasaurus like, come on man that's kind of embarrassing dude. I I, I here's the thing when I saw that happen I thought like something blew out in his legs uh-huh. that's why it happened and I was like oh hope he's not injured and then you can see it in their faces and they're kind of laughing yeah, at it and then they like... kind of and then and then like recover it and I was like. Okay, you guys just botched it, but now you're gonna try to recover it. This is actually kind of funny. Well, so it's like no, it's because <laughs> they just did 30 minutes of a fucking spot fest, which was great. Like I loved, I loved that match. That match was so cool. But then like to fucking just kind of wet fart at the end of it like that, like on your way out, it's just like, come on, guys. Like, did you even really need to do that? If you can't pick up Luchasaurus, like, don't fucking try it at the end of the match. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I I still really like a lot of the stuff they're doing. Obviously, my. Favorite wrestler is there, Adam Cole. Favorite restaurant or best wrestler on the planet, Kenny Omega is there. But uh, uh, the uh, the matches have been like the I was actually shocked because I haven't seen Hangman Page and haven't heard about it in a while. Mm-hmm. When he debuted last week and he won uh, the chance to fight at Full Gear for the title, yeah, that was a one. That was a really good match amongst a bunch of really good wrestlers. To the point that everything they did like hurt so bad. Did you? Um, did and you so see many last ladders didn't. So many ladders did not break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see last year's match of that when they did it at? Uh-uh. It was at All Out when Scorpio Sky won. Dude, that was the one of the craziest matches I'd ever seen. So I, I unfortunately this was the night that my dog got really sick, so I didn't get to watch it live. But when I went back and watched it, I was watching it like in my office, and I kind of had to turn it off at work and watch it later because i was just popping or like just all in all over the place that was such a killer match and i really like what they're doing with hangman like i've never been in on hangman i i don't think i'll ever be in on hangman very much but watching Mm -hmm. him win that title which i think he will at full gear is gonna be super satisfying like after the long what they've been doing this whole time is really cool the especially when he would so when he came in and like leveled, like got everybody out, and then he got thrown out, and then he disappeared for a moment, and then he comes in and does a lariat. I forget the who, but it looks like he had a running start from the ramp, and then jumped over and did the lariat. <laughs> and I like slowed it down. I was like, no, he wasn't running. He just jumped over super fast and laid it. I was like, yeah. 
It's like, oh my god, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, you haven't seen it much. That's his move, dude. Like, like, like the cowboy shit thing. Like, I don't really get in on all that stuff with the with the marks for AEW, but like, I I appreciate it for sure. That I can appreciate. Like the other people who they buy in on and stand, like I I don't get it at all. But uh, Hangman, I get like. Hangman is a main eventer. He's a champion. He's like a, a face of a company for sure. I can't wait for yeah. him to win that title. Um, this this four pillars of N- of AEW thing. What are your thoughts on that? Four pillars. What are you referencing? So they've been talking about like they've been trying to push this thing really hard. The four pillars of AEW, and it's Darby, MJF, I believe, oh, the Sammy, OG. and uh, who's the fourth one? The the OGs. Yeah, but they're all like uh, Jungle Boy. They're all like the young guys. Yeah. Like these are the guys yeah. that this company is gonna try and be built on for for its next for them forward, 50, yeah. 50 years. Because they're like tw- they're all they're like twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Like I really like all four of those guys. Some people are saying Britt deserves to be a pillar. I would Fuck say no. absolutely not. Absolutely she would be like enough. that pedestal that they're built on, or like the what's it called? Whatever the pillars are holding up. Because she would just be weighing down everything, at least yeah. the women's division. But what do you think about the, those pillars? And would you have choose, chosen anybody else from the original roster to be part of it or anything? So because they're focusing on new people the, and not anybody that's been established beforehand. Yeah, it's not like I New agree. Japan guys or stuff like that. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with it. Like, one, MJF is the heel of the fucking company and the heel of the future. Like, He's gonna become that Chris Jericho heel that like fucking maddens you. Like, I think he might be the best heel of all time when it's all said and done. But uh, Darby Allen, he's your extreme guy. I love the guy. I'll... Whatever. He doesn't care what he has to do to win, even though he loses. I still think he wins. Sammy Guevara, I was questioning about, but he's he's grown on me, especially like watching Jericho on a podcast talking about how they made the uh, the inner circle and how it was supposed to be this way and that the inner circle like eventually like evolves with new people later on um but they always were going to focus on an up and comer which was going to be Sammy Guevara so yeah and Jungle Boy come on man yeah i'm totally fine with this this is going really well for all of them so yeah i agree with all four well, of it like look at Sammy's last few matches all those the match with Bobby Fish, and we're going to get into that, too. And the match with Miro, like, those matches were killer. Sammy's... Oh, yeah. When they did uh, War Games, whatever the hell they call it, Blood and Guts, that when he was doing those springboards, oh, man. Yeah. Sammy's killer. I lo- he might be my favorite of all of them. Especially his name. He's got the best nickname of all of them, too. But Darby's super grown on me. I don't know that... Like, I know that uh mjf is really trying to go for that cheap heat and or like trying to keep his like atomic heat i don't mm-hmm. think he's gonna be able to because he's too good at it he's too good at being a heel and like that's that's uh, this is what we were what i needed to talk to you about last week or from our last episode where i was saying like there's a person who has atomic heat that i will just never like i will always hate baron corbin baron corbin might be the yeah, best heel true. of all time because i like I don't know about you, they, the whole Happy Corbin thing he's got going on, like, that bought some more endearment toward him, but towards people liking him, but, like, I don't think I know a single person who actually likes or roots for Baron Corbin, and that is a real heel, dude. Like, 
Like that's it's it's easy true. to go like, say I can't stand even looking at the guy. Exactly. Like, like that's that's a real heel. At least in my interpretation of it, like that's a real heel. Like MJF coming out and making fun of someone's dead uncle, like just taking low shots like that, like that's that's trying to reach for that atomic heat that Baron Corbin just like naturally has by walking into a room with his fucking on screen presence, dude. Like it's like yeah okay yeah Baron Corbin sorry dude. right like I mean I, I don't know the dude personally but I hate him so much I hate him you try to step in where you're not fucking necessary you fuck shit up you speak where you're not supposed to you think you're some bullshit king get yeah okay I can't keep going on but M- yeah MJF is really good yeah I yeah he's a great, yeah, I love him but like like I, like I hate him to the point like I will never buy a fucking Burberry scarf anymore like <laughs> even though like it's getting cold here like. Maybe I'll buy something nice, and I see that, and I go, they're too tied in with each other now that I just fucking can't, <laughs> even though nobody else will understand why I fucking can't buy the scarf. But it's just like, oh, you arrogant piece of shit. Like, and he's like, I'm better than you, and you know it. Yeah, that's, that's a good tagline. Yeah, like, I love to hate him is the thing. That's why I yeah. can't. That's why, like, I actually love him, and I actually think he's, like, a good wrestler. Like, I won't say anything bad about MJF. That's what, that's what, Keeps me from saying that he'll but be But Baron like, Corbin, you're like, fuck. Like, yeah, like, I hate Baron Corbin. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, yeah, I love the pillars. Um, I don't think that I would have chosen anybody else other than that. Like, they, they're doing really good at this promotion. I really like it. I, the thing is, like, I just dislike Mark so much that I want to, like, hate on it. But, again, they appeal to me so much with so many things that I like. So the other thing, the other big announcement that they had coming out of last week's Dynamite was the TBS title. Yes, which so, I'm happy for. Yeah, because I guess if you're not going to build a women's division, might as well give them another mid-card title to fight for, right? Let's just keep that belt on Brit for as long as possible. Yeah, like, at this point, it gives all the other women that are working really hard on Elevation and Dark to try to go to attain something, and I'm glad that they're doing it as a tournament for the first, like, title holder. Yeah. Which is which is gonna be great. Also, it's an appropriately sized belt. Like, did you notice how normal <laughs> it looks better than the woman's belt? That I will yeah. say that. <laughs> I mean, like, did you guys not look at the size of the belts? I go, the TBS one looks normal. You still gotta make the women's championship belt a, a little bit bigger, even though you revised it already. I already did, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but no, I'm happy with that. I'm glad they didn't go with women's tag teams yet like i feel like that'd yeah. probably be another year out they don't have that for sure especially they have, um, they still haven't built a division and you can't do that at all yeah and, and it's wwe has shown how hard well at least for them how hard it is to keep their women's tag teams around they have one and they're the champions right now but well, we don't technically have... have the two ones ones on nxt and ones on the regular oh, yeah, roster that's true and they couldn't even keep their word well, that they would travel on all three programs. NXT actually has a couple of tag teams. Like, they're fine because they have Indy and they have... Indy and her new friend are a tag team. They have uh, Gigi and JC. And then um, I think they have, like, another tag team, too. And they have a so couple they have others. Casey they have Express. Pair. Like they, they're, they're, it's funny. Their tag team... Their women's tag team division is actually more well-developed than the main rosters on both divisions. It's wild. And, and the funny thing is, on the main rosters, they did have women's tag teams that were just natural partners. Yeah, and they didn't even know what the fuck to do with them. And like, then they split them up in the draft, both of them. Yeah, so and then they and then they fired them all. Yeah, um, well, Tamina and Natty are now split up, and then Shotzi and Tegan are now split up. So they're all the only tag what? team left is um 
going to be Rhea and Nikki, and they're the champions. Wait, 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 wait. You split up Shotzi and Tegan? No, it's good. I actually like it. You put Shotzi on SmackDown because, like I've always said, Shotzi does not need to be a tag team. Shotzi will oh, be yeah, a star. Oh, yeah, I know, but... And she's going to be the star of SmackDown. And then Tegan gets a chance to kind of show her own on Raw. Okay. She'll uh, get to put on matches with Shayna. She'll get to put on matches with Charlotte. She'll get to put on matches with Becky. Like, she will get to to be featured there. Women. I was hoping for Team Cake to, like, reemerge, but whatever. Yeah, I know Raw gets shit on a lot as being the worst show, and it definitely is. Like, it's almost Impact levels. Like, I'd almost rather watch Impact at at points than Raw, because, like, at least Impact is, is doing, like, gimmicky, fun stuff. Raw is still trying to be, like,. Sports entertainment is still trying to take yeah, itself I was like, way too seriously. But Raw shows itself. Raw has started to feature a lot of women more. Even though this, I was I saw a tweet that showed the match times of the um, the Queen's Crown tournament, and they oh, are abysmal. Yeah. They're all less than like five minutes. It's it's embarrassing on WWE's behalf. But that aside. Like with the Alexa and the Charlotte and the Becky and all the stuff that they've been doing on Raw, they've actually been featuring the women a lot more. So I haven't been hating Raw as much as I used to for a while. Also, that's so stupid. It's the King of the Ring, call it the Queen of the Ring. You technically need both to rule a fucking country. Eh, like, I like it. Like, uh, the crown? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. The what? Oh, she gets as a crown? She can't fucking control the ring? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, not difficult. It's not fucking difficult. Like as I fight. yell into the mic. There's, Ugh, there's more stuff to be pissed off about. Like if Mandy dethrones Raquel Gonzalez. At Halloween oh my Havoc. god, that cannot happen. But we'll see where that goes. Uh, on staying on on happier topics. Um, AEW. <laughs> Is there? Well, who do you think? Who's your early pick for the TBS title? We haven't seen the draw of the tournament yet, I don't think. But who who would you like to see that? Title? I uh, I I really want Ty Conti to win it. Uh-huh. I believe she's done really well. She supports um, AJ. She has a really strong record. Yeah. I think it's like what twenty and three. I think she's lost. She's had already chances at the actual. She's had one chance at the actual women's championship. Mm-hmm. But I believe with all all the hard work that that she's done, I, she should be the the stand the first TBS champion. Yeah, because that way, like, she has something based on all her hard work that she's done. Because it can't be it can't be Riho, it can't be um Hikaru Shida, it can't be um uh, what's her name Nyla Rose, because they've all been the actual women's championship. If you get the TBS belt, you're technically going back down. Like, those are your top-level ones for the Women's Championship. This is supposed to be your stepping stone. It can't be Penelope Ford, because she's, she's still not great. It can't be the Bunny, because Jesus, they're so she's slow so for their bad. goddamn moves. Yeah, the it could so be... She's actively bad. You, it could be what's-her-name. Um, She just squashed Sky Blue. What's-her-name? Cargill? What? Mm-hmm. Uh... She's really good. I can see her winning She's it, but I really like Ty Conte to win it. Good. We do not need to let that be the stance of this podcast, Jade Cargill. That is, uh, Jade Cargill. This is again. We are again. What we're speaking of is the AEW Women's Division. <laughs> <laughs> 
we know it's not on par as, with everybody else, or especially NXT, even though NXT has kind of taken a step back. And the mother of extreme wrestling, which I cannot believe is Candice LeRae, is going to be an actual mother, so she's not there kind of teaching. Um, by the way, if you guys got any chance, YouTube some of her extreme matches. They're insane. Uh, but that that's what I'm hoping for. Because I, I don't really see anybody else coming out from the women's division. I would really have loved if AEW picked up Mickey James to sign up as a veteran to bring on board to help out develop the division. Mickey's fighting Diana at a... Diana Brazo. I want to freaking see that so bad. Yeah, I can't I'm, believe that I might pay for that one. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad what Mickey's doing. Like, I'm, I'm glad Mickey didn't show up here because honestly, I think she'd just get fed to fucking Brit the way that they're doing with everyone else. And that's why, like, I really don't want them to do it, but I think they're going to strap Thunder Rosa with that title. Here's what I really don't want to uh, do, and here's what I really think they're going to do. The final is going to be Thunder Rosa versus Cardgill, and Cardgill goes over on Thunder Rosa, which will be a fucking travesty because Cardgill is way too green to carry a belt. You're just strapping her because of what she looks like, and you're going to do it over the literal best woman wrestler on the planet right now after, like sidelining her against Brit after winning that lights out match like whatever dude i just do not get what they're doing with this woman's booking and honestly i don't want to see that happen but there was a um somebody got a screen grab of tony khan's notebook from a jags game and it yeah. had like the match card written out and if that's what it is thunder rosa versus cargill for that title i am not confident that thunder rosa walks away with that belt like she should and even if she does win that belt, that solidifies her as a mid-carder and then shows her, like, for her to be less than Brit, who she beat, and yeah. is definitely a better wrestler, both on the mic and in the ring. Like, again, I just don't know. I don't know how they can stare in a mirror and say, we're the best wrestling on the planet, knowing that they're pushing a subpar wrestler even on their own roster. Because Sheeta's better than her. De- Deeb is better than her. And that's what, I don't know if you, well, you saw uh, the Deeb and Sheeta match. Yeah, I loved that match, and that's why I don't think either of them are going to win. I think they're going to cost each other their matches, and then they're going to keep that feud, which is cool because it builds a deeper yeah, it builds a storyline. Yeah, yeah. D- d- builds a deeper women's uh, roster, which they should be doing right. Now. So that's what I hope they do. I hope they don't go with the Cargill Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I'm. I'd be fine with Cargill about... winning, just not over Thunder Rosa, and I hope Thunder Rosa stays in the main event titles or or in the main yeah, title. Like, you also have other women, now that you bring up, like, Thunder Rosa, like, one, I love Thunder Rosa, she's awesome, she should be a champion, I'm sorry, Britt Baker, like, cool, you're, you're great, but now I can see why Nia Jack squashed you when you try to come on WWE. <laughs> um, I don't know why, YouTube is just listening to me all the time now and just puts that video up every once in a while. Um, but, like, you have, what, Abaddon, all these other characters that you have in the back, and I don't even see them on on Dynamite or Rampage, they're just yeah. always on Dark or Elevate. They go, if the purpose of this program is to not exhaust your wrestlers or do anything, I go, then put them out there. Give them seven, eight minutes or whatever. Give them that filler. Other than CM Punk talking for those 20 minutes, like you said. like yeah, He can talk for 10 and give everybody ice cream at that point. Or just, and then- like, people will fucking watch it, record a back this backstage thing and then put it on the twitter channel or put it on the instagram yeah, online, channel yeah yeah put it online people will still go watch it and you'll still get a bunch of views like he is a draw i 
I begrudgingly say he is your biggest draw right now. You don't have to put him on TV because people are still coming to you anyways. I mean, maybe that's not the case with Rampage because as we're seeing, those numbers have week over week been falling off the table. And that's why, maybe that's why they keep on bringing in Punk. But if that's the case, if they're still falling off the table, why do you keep bringing Punk out here? Like, it's not working. Do something else. I didn't even know the numbers were bad. I I know it's just a one-hour show, or yeah, sometimes the, it's two hours if they have to move it. That's what I was reading, was that the Rampage numbers are just falling off, off the table. They're, like... This week, I'm sure they're up because of Tony Khan's, like, press and stuff. And so I'm sure SmackDown and them were up, but I don't think that it's going to... I don't think... I, that show needs to be live, is all I'm saying. Like, I don't oh, want to tune into it if it's not live. Personally. And I love watching wrestling. I don't even watch wrestling live necessarily, but I will tune into it on Fridays if it's live. Also, well, also, it doesn't help you got what? Basketball um, playoffs, baseball playoffs. Well, basketball is just starting up. Baseball playoffs. Well, they have the pregames. They have yeah. the pregames. Playoffs, you have Premier League, and you also have NHL going on. Yeah. Everybody's trying to get their piece of the pie, and, and Rampage is just that one one hour trying to... It's right. like, come on, man. And I mean, like, they are going... They don't they don't go directly ahead against them, but they are yeah. the show right after what I think and what a lot of people think is the best wrestling show on on the air right now. So it's, it's a tough, tough act to follow, but... Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they can... I hope they get enough resources or Tony Khan realizes that it needs to be live because I think that's what it's missing and that's why it's what it is right now. But I know that it takes more to make that show live, so I don't know if they can. Like, if they can make it an hour and a half and make it live, that would be well worth it for people to buy tickets to attend it every time on its own. And and then you can do a bunch of dark matches or whatever at that point. Like, you can make your Rampage your dark match night an hour and a half live, and you know what'd be really cool? Make half that show all women's matches. Yeah, I'd get you get you would get more pull going, and they're like, oh my god, yeah, like there's gonna be four, four or five women's matches that we're gonna squeeze in into this hour and a half, and then we'll have three really big pulling things to make sure you get uh, numbers for the TV, and then for the people who are attending, guess what? You guys got another hour, hour and a half of pure dark, really good dark matches to watch. Right. Or like you can, yeah, you can split up your production time so you're not recording all this wrestling at once because they record Dark, Elevate, Dynamite, and Rampage all on the same night, right? They, I believe Dark is with Dynamite where they record a couple matches before Dynamite. Yeah, and then but, I mean, but Rampage, they, well, Rampage they've been recording on the same nights as Dynamite. So what you could Dynamite. do is have a live show on Wednesday, record your Elevate matches with Dynamite, and then I have a live show on Friday, record your dark matches with Elevate, and then that way you give your, you have two weekly shows, three hours a week, one of them is live for Rampage, two of them are live for Dynamite, and then you have all of your your shows that your you can edit matches. for the YouTube shows. But you sense. still have two live shows at that point, like, I don't know, I, maybe it's just too hard to do, to do multiple live shows, but whatever. Um... Yeah, you have any more thoughts on AEW? Since it's been your favorite right now? Any matches that I should make sure to watch? Because I didn't... Like I said, I didn't watch the last two Rampages. Is there any that I do need to go back and watch? I know that this... Uh, I have to go back and watch it, but I heard it was fucking amazing. 
was Minoru Suzuki versus uh, Daniel or uh, Daniel or Brian Danielson. Yeah, that was tonight. Uh, right? uh, yesterday, and then he wrestled again tonight um, against uh, the Fish Man. Okay. By the yeah, way, yeah, which yeah, I'm yeah, kind of happy to see him that he's on AEW. I him and Leo Rush. I really happy to see them there. <laughs> And the exact opposite. I was the low man on Bobby Fish. I thought he should have retired. I think he looks fine here. The match, I, for the clips that I saw with Brian Danielson looked really good. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to eat my words on Bobby Fish because he was part of UE. Like I love UE. From what the last part, the last we saw Bobby Fish in NXT, that was the point where I was like, all right, dude, maybe maybe it's time to hang him up. But with the last two matches we've seen here, maybe I was wrong. The gimmick Leo Rush has is ass, dude. I hate it. I did not like Leo Rush. And to, if I'm being completely honest, like, why do we have Leo Rush around when Leon Ruff proved he could fucking do everything and be cooler? I, I, I actually like, I liked Leo Rush. A lot of people was... do. I'm the low man on Leo <laughs> Rush for sure. No, 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 no. No, no, like, beforehand, like, when, when you saw him when he would speak and he was, like, Bobby Man or uh, Bobby Lashley's, like, mouth or whatever. Oh, I hated that. I was like, he, I, I didn't think that was great. Like, it was, he was good. I just didn't appreciate it. I didn't care for it. Probably also, I just didn't really care about Bobby Lashley either. Yeah. Um, and then you hear all the stuff that goes on in the background. He gets fired. He comes back. Triple H like reforms him, and then he makes him into this. Like he's talented on his own as being a wrestler, but he becomes the the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, and he does a really good job. And that's what won me over is when he held that title. He defended it. And he defended it really, really well and very, very cool. I was like, cool, cool. Oh, I, I don't know what happened before. I don't know what's going on in the background, but I'm glad you're here. And then he's gone again. I'll go, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was finally getting into this character. I, I am enjoying this. Like, all right, you're the man of the hour. It goes well with this. You're a champ, of course. You can have that arrogance. Here, it, he's trying to have that. He still calls himself the man of the hour. I'm hoping to see what happens now because he's going to be part of a tag team. Um, so uh, I hope that goes well, but I do be, get what you mean. Is Dante Martin going to be his tag team partner? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, maybe it's just that I need to see him in the ring more to finally get back bit, bought back in on him. Because I did like watching him in the ring. I think he's a great performer. And Dante yeah. Martin is fucking killer. So, like, as their tag team, I'm sure I'm going to like them. But, yeah, he just seems like... I'm. Like, just even off camera from what I've read, like, it just seems, like, too arrogant for for what and he can do and really what he can bring, like, in a psych... Like, what he has brought to the business at this point is what I'm saying. And what's really funny is the main person that was talking shit about him, he works with, again, Mark Henry. Like, <laughs> like Mark Henry's like, you need, to, you need to take your lickings like everybody else did with the business. And supposedly he's like, fuck that. I don't have to do that shit. That's yeah. what you all had to do. I don't have to. Which, and I mean, I honestly, what... I agree. I agree with if you're If you're that fucking good, okay, cool. But Leon Rush, or not Leon Rush, fucking Leo Rush in the ring was, yeah. But, like, honestly, he wasn't more than ricochet to me outside. When he was that mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley, I don't think he was that good. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wasn't bought in on it. But... Yeah, that's what I thought was, like, freaking hilarious. I was like, cool, he's back now. He's working with the same guy that was talking shit about him. Right. Oh, man. I would... Speaking of Ricochet, since you brought him up a couple times, WWE, release the man. Like, let him go back to Japan. 
or or AEW. I know Tony Khan will probably pick him up easily. Like we okay. haven't, I haven't seen him really do anything. Yeah. I'm missing his matches, yeah. his amazing matches. Yeah, just let him be a free agent. They I know he wants to go wrestle. Us. Like uh, the, uh, you know who else they need to release? Release Shinsuke Nakamura. No. I know Shinsuke ain't gonna leave though, cause this is his retirement money. Yeah, Shinsuke's uh, doing fine, dude. He's got a lot of good matches, and he's been having fun with what he does. Like Ricochet, uh, I could totally see that, but like, yeah, what, what much is he gonna do see, somewhere else? I want to see crazy Shinsuke AG style matches again. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't think Shinsuke's got that in him anymore, dude. He's he's enjoying his bad WWE check. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's an older guy, too. Like, he gave us all those years. Maybe he's just, he's just not interested in walking around the way Mick does. Like, apologies to Mick. I love you, man. But and you, you gave us your body. But, like, look at the way you walk around. I don't want that for AJ or Shinsuke or, like, a lot of these guys. Now that we've what? seen the ramifications of it. What if he's just being, like, Undertaker and still playing it after all this year, kayfabe? And he gets home and he stands up straight. He's like, yeah, well, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh god dang it. I don't think so. I think Undertaker's able to because he didn't get thrown off the fucking hell in the cell, dude. Twice! Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, and on that note, I think this episode is good to wrap for now, unless you have any other closing thoughts. Hopefully we'll uh, be back by Wednesday on Wednesday after Dynamite airs, so Uh there's no dynamite this week. Wednesday again, it's next Saturday. Oh, actually, never mind. We'll have another week then. We'll give ourselves another week. We'll do it after next tournament for sure. Uh, make sure you're still wearing masks and get vaccinated if you haven't yet. Please. It does help. It's not a conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. uh yeah, I'm, it's late. I'm tired. All right. All right. Later. later.